I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins with Biz New Orleans Magazine. Welcome to Biz Talks. Each week, we reach beyond the pages of Biz New Orleans Magazine to bring you in-depth conversations with members of the business community. From the names everyone knows to the ones destined to make their mark, we'll dive into the top issues, best practices, successes, and failures of every industry that calls Southeast Louisiana home. Welcome to this week's episode of Biz Talks. This is Kim Singletary. I'm the managing editor of Biz New Orleans Magazine, and I'm excited this week to talk to uh, Ron Silverman with a company called XO on private aviation. Um, Ron has served as the chief business officer for XO, which is the first global digital marketplace for private aviation since April 2020, and he was the company's chief commercial officer for four months prior to that. Um, basically, what we're going to talk about is the change in air travel mm-hmm. um, and and what that means. And is private aviation something that people should be looking into? And it's from what we've talked about just so far, Ron, it sounds like it's a it's more affordable than people would think. It's more doable than people would think. And we'll talk about what that means to our region in particular. So first, um, let's talk a bit about XO. Who is XO and where and what do you guys do and where do you do it? Sure. So so let's step back a bit. Um, prior to joining XO, um, I was the president of VistaJet US. Um, and VistaJet is owned by our parent company, Vista Global. Um, and about two years ago, the chairman of Vista Global went out and purchased a company called Exojet, as well as a company called Jet Smarter. And out of Exojet and Jet Smarter, Exo was created by leveraging the power of Jet Smarter's technology and combining it with Exojet's, uh, um, who's one of the largest and best known private aviation companies in North America. Um, the inception in 206 of Exojet, which was about 14 years ago, um, who uh, was a service provider to the aviation consumer, um, combined a fleet of about 100 and I want to say 15 airplanes between VistaJet and Exo now, um, with access to over 2,100 um, of our partner aircraft with a complete suite of flight solutions uh, from fr- fixed price charters to customized membership, to crowdsourcing flights, to purchasing seats. Um, quite the wide o- array of uh, aircraft solutions. So there's a lot of ways to, to fly private. Um, there are indeed, and we are trying to, at EXO, um, to encompass all of those solutions. Um, right now, EXO is an on-demand booking platform where users can pay as you go, or you can become a member um, and, and choose how you fly and, and what, what solution is best for um, the type of flying that you want to do or what your mission is. Um, the EXO aircraft fly into over 5,000 airports nationwide, including regions where commercial airlines have limited or no longer provide service. And let's, so let's talk about that. So mm-hmm. in this, this age of COVID and the pandemic, what, what does air travel look like? We, we've seen that it's cut back. We've seen that MSY is, is in particular has taken a huge hit. 
Um, are you, what are you guys seeing on that end? Is commercial travel slowing down? Um, I'm sure people are avoiding crowds. They're nervous about it. What, what does that look like? Um, well, you know, with EXO being part of the Vista Global Holding, um, we fly to over 170, 187 countries worldwide. That basically represents 90 96% of the world. We're defining the future of travel. We're re revolutionizing global access to privatization through its unique membership programs, through our operational excellent, elevated, elevated service, and groundbreaking technology. Um, we, we've heard that the airlines are taking uh, a, a hit because of COVID. Um, and quite frankly, the, the problem there is with the airlines, you're loading up a big airplane um, with a lot of people. So there are a lot of touch points which provide the potential of exposure to the COVID virus. When you fly privately, um, if you book an airplane for just yourself, you and your family or whoever you decide to invite on the airplane with you are people you know. So there are much less touch points on a private jet that would expose you to, to the COVID virus. Um, and because the airlines had to cut back drastically, they're not flying to as many locations as they typically would. And thus, we're seeing a huge increase in first-time flyers in private aviation who want that privacy, want to know they're flying in a sterile environment, want to know that they're safe. And is that increase being seen kind of across the board in certain areas more than others? Um, what does that look like? So it's, it's um, you know, uh, business dropped off in the very beginning of the COVID environment because everyone just quarantined and locked themselves in and there, there was uh, not, as, not as much flying. Uh, right around May and throughout June, as restrictions got lifted, um, our flying increased drastically. Um, in, in fact, our first-time flyers uh, increased by more than five times of what they were pre-COVID. Um, so we're seeing a lot of people who can afford to fly privately who never did it in, in the past, um, but now they're flying themselves to locations so they don't have to get on airlines or expose themselves. They're flying family members, uh, elderly parents, or uh, typically they'd fly their children commercially. Now they're flying them um, on the private jets. Um, so it, it, it's a new consumer base that we're seeing. Are these more individuals or companies? Are you seeing more business clients? Um, historically, private aviation um, has always been a business tool. And corporations and businessmen um, have used these airplanes to go to locations um, because of the um, economic value of being able to go to the airport, get on the airplane, go to the destination, have your meeting and come back. Um, if you're an executive that has meetings in five different cities, you can do that in one day in a private airplane. You can't do that based on the the commercial flying of uh, the airlines. A great example, uh, as you and I talked at the very beginning, and I explained to you that I actually live in Ohio, but I commute to New York. Um, to me, that is the best example that I've ever come across um, personally. Um, when I have the opportunity to do that trip on a private jet from New York to Cincinnati, 
I go to door to I go door to door in two to two and a half hours. If I do that same trip commercially, flying out of Newark Airport, I've never been able to do it in under six hours. Yeah, I can see that. So what about the affordability of this? I always, you know, you think private aviation is just basically for the top of the top. Um, is that the case? What, how affordable is this option? It, it, it is an expensive option. Um, make no mistake about that. Um, but one of the things that we've discovered and, and one of the services that we um, offer to make it more affordable is, is a couple of things. We run shuttles predominantly between Florida and New York. That's one of our key shuttles. Uh, we also run a shuttle um, from the New York area out to Los Angeles and back where you can just buy a seat on the airplane rather than having to pay for the whole airplane itself. Um, but when you do that, you really don't get to dictate the time you want to leave. Um, it's, a, it's a set shuttle. But what we also do is crowdsourcing. Uh, it's an option on our app. So if you go and download the EXO app um, on your smartphone, you can go in there. And if you decide that if you want to fly from New Orleans to Miami, for example, you can crowdsource that flight. You can go to our website um, and type in that you're looking to travel from New Orleans to Miami on, say, July 22nd. And that opens it up to EXO members who can go on to our um, onto our, our app and say, you know what, I need to go to Miami too. And that's a great day. I'm going to buy a seat on that flight. And therefore you get to do that flight with nine of your closest friends who you've crowdsourced the flight with. And, and therefore you're paying for a seat, which is a lot more affordable than an entire airplane. Okay. And those airplanes are usually like 10 people. Um, EXO has, um, in, in, in the fleet of airplanes um, that, that you would fly on the, um, for, through EXO, they have what's called super mid-sized airplanes. We operate Citation 10s, um, and there are also Challenger 300s. They're um, eight and nine passenger airplanes. Um, that said, um, our sister company, VistaJet, operates airplanes that hold as much as 14 people. Um, but we have access to partner aircraft that we've vetted um, and that we know are safe. And we can secure those airplanes for your flight. So if you have a meeting and you want to take 10 or 11 or 12 of your associates to go to the meeting, we can arrange for a 14 passenger airplane to do that flight for you. So if you're doing like a crowdsource situation and you did that, like what? what you, the example that you gave, does the price depend on like how many other people sign up? Um, it, it does. It's, um, it's all a supply and demand is what it comes down to um, on the pricing. We set the pricing for what we think the seats should be for. So, so we know if you're flying from New Orleans to Miami, we know what we would charge um, the cost of that airplane to do the trip. And we just divide that by the number of seats and therefore, you're only paying a portion of the cost to do that trip. Okay. Okay. Um, so for those that have never done it, how does private travel differ as far as, you know, the logistics, like security and 
baggage restrictions, the check-in process? What does that look like? Um, it's very different than what you're used to with commercial travel. First of all, when, when you book the trip with, um, with EXO, um, you, you're required to give us your passenger list um, of who's flying along with their dates of birth. Um, and we run those lists against the no-fly zone to make sure that we can fly you. When you show up at the airplane, you, you literally, you don't go through an airplane terminal. You pull up to um, whatever airport you're flying at, and they have what's called fixed-based operators, uh, and, 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 and the acronym is FBO. And the FBO is kind of the gas station of airplanes, where the gas the private jet pulls into that mini terminal. And when you show up at that mini terminal, you'll walk into the lobby. You'll be greeted by the captain of the airplane. He'll ask to see everyone's ID, and he'll escort you directly out to the airplane, um, get on the airplane, and off you go. So there's no showing up two hours before uh, flights. Um, it's your airplane, so we're ready to go when you show up, um, and when you and, and the baggage goes on the airplane with you, um, and when you land at your location, your destination, uh, the bags come off the airplane with you, and you get into your car. Sometimes right at the bottom of the steps of the airplane, um, and and drive away. So what what are the options for for those that are living around this area? So in the New Orleans metropolitan area, southeast Louisiana area, what kind of flights do you guys have? Um, what, what can we do out well, here? Well, <laughs> my suggestion is um, because it's, it's, we call it on-demand flying. So it would be very specific. You know, we don't have scheduled flights like the airlines do. So if you had to travel somewhere, you would either go to our website, which is www.flyxo.com or go to our app and you would type in the routing where you want to go, the day you want to go, the time you want to go, and either the app or the website would pull up a page of all the different options. It would show you the cost, the different aircraft, and what's involved and in, in, in all of that. We try to make it a very, very easy experience for our passengers to, uh, and our customers to just add a fingertip. Um, and you can book the flights um, we call them instant booking. You can book the flight right there on your app and, and have everything at your fingertips ready to go. Um, you know, part of the membership of EXO is um, with 24 hours notice, we give you guarantee availability. Um, so if you're a member of EXO and our memberships um, start as, as low as, as $595 for a RISE membership, and the RISE membership is a membership for people that are flying for the first time that probably won't fly them more than 15 hours a, a year. Um, but but that, that's kind of the entry level that allows you to book flights with us um, and experience EXO at, at, at an entry level position. And that's $5.95 That's $5.95 a year. That's your membership fee. Um, if, if you're going to fly more than twice a year with us, that $5.95 pays for the service charge that, that we charge for each flight. So the, the service charge is more or less waived um, uh, on those flights, but you still have to pay for the cost of uh, the aircraft itself. 
And so have you, you said you've seen a, a big rise in, in that intro market, those people who haven't flown before? Um, we have. Um, we, we, we've seen a, a, a big increase. Um, we're, we're, I would say that in the New Orleans area, uh, year over year, we're about up to 80% of the flying that we did the year before. Um, there are other locations in, in the country um, the, uh, some of the more popular routes where we're back to pre-COVID numbers um, of, of flying our people around. Um, but I will say that the month of May and June and uh, our, our booking curve is strong for July. Um, it looks like people are flying again, um, but it's really a, a, it, it's a different type of flying than we've seen in the past. As you and I talked about earlier, in the past, a lot of our flying were, were business people. Right now, we're seeing a growing demand from leisure travels, from people visiting friends and families, um, uh, um, uh, families moving their, their people around. Uh, some of the travelers have flown privately previously, um, while some, it is a new experience for many. We are seeing some companies demonstrating duty of care for their team members for essential business travel. So there are a handful of business travelers that are now flying privately that they didn't in the past to avoid any kind of exposure flying commercially. Now, many, of the, many, of these, um, many of the flyers we're seeing want to avoid the crowds of large airports and commercial flights. Um, so far to date, there have been no federal sanitation protocols, cabin or cabin capacity limitations, or distance requirements put in place to govern commercial aircraft and their passengers, which is a major risk in light of COVID-19. Um, companies like ours at XO, we have very strict um, COVID response policies where um, we keep the airplane clean. There, there's, um, you know, we before and after every single flight, each airplane is wiped down and, and treated with chemicals um, to get rid of any type of virus or mold that, that, that's on the airplane. Um, when um, there, there are specific chemicals that we use uh, that are antimicrobial treatment and disinfectant, for example, uh, we'll use a barrier treatment called Clear Cabin and a surface disinfectant called Bacoban, which are regularly applied to the aircraft interiors and it provides long-term uh, protection from bacteria. So when the airplane lands in New Orleans to pick you up, before you get on the airplane, the crew has already gone through the interior and treated it to ensure that there are no um, virus germs floating around the airplane. And then as far as the crew, you have, what does that look like? It's usually like a, a one pilot, So um, In the XO fleet, we have two pilots on every airplane. Um, there's a couple of airplanes that actually have cabin hostesses. Um, we've changed, usually the pilot will shake your hand and greet you at the bottom of the stairs when you show up. Um, we've avoided any kind of physical contact. Um, passengers get on board. Um, the cabin hostess is typically wearing a mask. And we, we arrange before the flight to have a conversation with the passengers and ask them their level of, com of comfort comfortability. Um, we ask them if they want full service from the cabin hostess, or would they prefer that the cabin hostess stay up front 
behind a closed door in the galley and only come out when needed or not come out at all. So um, we work very closely with our passengers to ensure their comfortability um, and safety on the airplane. I mean, basically being faster, safer, and more flexible, there's a lot of a lot of pluses um, to the private aviation right now. Um, what do you think, as things keep continuing, um, we are not, this is not a short-term thing anymore. Um, what are your thoughts on, on the future of private aviation and, and even air um, travel in general? So I, I, think, I think there are, are, are multiple futures for private aviation um, as we get through the crisis and start to emerge, and they're all positive. Um, during the short and longer term, the industry will benefit from the new normal, if you will, um, as it's well positioned for the tectonic reconfiguration of the travel system, a post-pandemic wave of interest in private flying will ensue. Um, and we say that because a lot of the smaller cities that were already underserved by commercial aviation have, have uh, run into further restrictions um, and require private flying for economic via, viability to get to those cities. Um, we're of the sense that we believe that the massive econ economic hardship that commercial aviation is undergoing will mean that they have to further cut back on service to the marginal cities that are money-losing operations for them. Um, that's really where private aviation is now going to fill the void and need to travel to these cities. Um, you know, individuals who, pro who, who never fly private before will probably decide to swap three commercial flown vacations for one or two holidays that use private aviation. Plus, families who have had the virus um, will begin traveling together um, so as not to expose themselves to other people. Um, and, and until the commercial airlines a, get back to a normal schedule where they provide enough flights um, to make it um, efficient for people, um, we're really going to see more and more people leaning towards the private jet solution. Well, this has been fascinating. Um, and I, I definitely think it's it's an option for a lot of people going forward um, to do that are thinking already of doing less travel to, like you say, you know, kind of splurge when you do. Um, and, and to do it in a way that's, you know, that they feel comfortable and that they feel safer. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, and I'm sure you guys are probably a little bit cooler up there in Cincinnati than we are right now. I, I, I think so. My, my, <laughs> but, yeah, my son lives in Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, in the Air Force, and I was just down to see him, and it was quite hot down there. Yeah, 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 we're getting there. So this is a time of year where a lot of people are pretty desperate to get out um, yeah. <laughs> and, and pretty close to getting out right now. So, um, but thank you so much for talking with me. And again, um, if anybody's interested, what's the website? www.flyxo.com. Wonderful. Thank you for your time. I Thanks, really Kim. I really it. appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biz Talks. If you like what you hear each week, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans. For more information or to contact us, please visit bizneworleans.com slash biztalks.